Welcome to Home Dad Chat, brought to you by the National At-Home Dad Network. My name is Brock. My name is Danny. We are here to talk about life as stay-at-home dads. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. No, I don't want much. I even love handmade crafts made of macaroni. Come on now, you should know me. Sometimes I might eat too much. No worry about my weight. Got the dad bod rocking on me. Sketches on my feet. Cargo shorts look good on me. I'm a dad, that's what I do. Hey, Danny, we made it back on to uh, another episode. I feel like I literally just like crawled in here, hands and knees completely out of energy for the day, but I made it on and I'm here. How are you doing? You did it. You did it. And I'm so proud of you. You've been working so hard and I am so proud of you. I am really proud of you actually, because you have been working, working pretty darn hard getting everything together. And yeah, uh, well, I've been just just, working out in the pool, man. So I've been trying to get it put together just in case if she hears it, (laughs) I want to tell your wife, Corey, thank you. We appreciate everything that that you're doing, and then we know that it's wrecking you in some ways. And the convention coming up in less than sixty days, less than um, that, yeah, like almost forty yeah, days. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. But hey, but, everybody, for everybody else, welcome to Home Dad Chat. You know, we we definitely appreciate everybody that comes on. And uh, it tonight we've uh, we tonight's episode is going to be a lot of fun. We've got two guests, don't we, Danny? We do. Yeah. And we have stepped out of our normal, our, our normal areas of looking for guests, I think, because uh, we, we hit upon a web series called Turf Valley. And it's basically a show about dads. Now it is a web series. So what you get is like little quick episodes, seven, eight minutes or something like that. So you could watch them all pretty easily, but was perfect for me because one attention span, but two, I'm doing grocery, I'm doing laundry here. I'm getting cooking. I'm doing what I'm well, I just fired up in the background. We're good. We just watch it real quick. Um, but a web series about dads and these dads do happen to be at home dads, which is awesome. Um, and so we've been talking to them basically about what their show is, where it's going to go, what they want to do with it. And some exciting news, I think, um, about maybe starting, they're getting, uh, who knows a comedy series. I mean, 30 minute Hulu shows and stuff like that. So they definitely, definitely be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And they got the chops too. award winners. The one dude made a movie. I yeah. can't wait to talk to him. I'm excited. Sounds like a good conversation. So yeah, we'll bring uh, Tom and Adam on here in just a moment. So uh, check out this commercial and we'll be right back. Become a member of the national at home dad network, an organization focused on providing advocacy, community, education, and support. Connecting with households where dad is the primary caregiver of the children. We do this through our webinar and podcast series, mental health support groups, regular online social events, as well as our annual convention. The National At Home Dad Network is a 100% volunteer organization. Without the generous support of its members and the community around it, we would not be able to continue the work that we do. Becoming a member gives you access to past convention speaker presentations, the ability to vote for board members annually, and ensures that the organization's fees and bills are in positive standing. Oh yeah, it should not go unmentioned that there is some cool swag headed your way if you decide to become a member. For only $35 a year, your membership provides you with the exclusive content only we can generate. And you'll be supporting an organization that benefits families all around the country and world by advocating for them, offering them community, 
providing education and guidance and supporting them to grow in their parenthood journey. And one last thing, if you contribute $500 or more, you will become a lifetime member. Not only will you receive everything already mentioned, but also a certificate recognizing your status and an exclusive National At Home Dad Network challenge coin with our trademark logo, Dads Don't Babysit. So what are you waiting for? Become a member today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Home Dad Chat. Like we said, we've got two guests on tonight with us, and we're really excited to talk to them. These are the gentlemen who are the mastermind behind Turf Valley, a web series that is on YouTube and on their website, Turf Valley. Uh, and we'll have all the information for folks uh, in the description of the uh, show so that you can find it and get a chance to watch it. But Adam, Tom, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing? Oh, very happy to be here. Yeah, excellent. Really glad to be here. Awesome. And uh, so your guys' show uh, kind of, we've sort of all crossed paths on uh, what, what your guys' show is about, what the National At Home Dad Network does and things like that. Uh, Danny and I both, I believe, have watched all of the episodes from the first season. And uh, so we've kind of gotten an idea of what's going on with things. And we were just excited to be able to get this opportunity to talk to you about the show. Uh, just to kind of kick things off a little bit, uh, help our listeners uh get to know you guys a little bit. So Adam, tell us a little bit about uh, your family. I live in Maryland with my wife and, uh, and two boys. They're uh, 15 and eight. I also have an older daughter who's out of college. And it's funny, uh, you know, I was sort of an at-home dad when she was really small, but before I even had the language to express what that was, you know, I sort of, I, I sort of marvel at how far you guys have, have taken the community, but uh, we live in Ellicott City, Maryland, um, but I've only been back for a few years. I lived uh, most of my life out of state in, in Los Angeles, where I worked as a, a screenwriter and uh, directed some films. Um, and, and so it's really nice to sort of come back to my, you know, my, my home state as a grown up. I never really lived, <laughs> lived in Maryland nice. you know, as anything other than a, than a kid, you know, so, so feel, feel grateful to be back. Nice, nice, very well. And uh, Thomas, tell us a little bit about uh, about your family. Yeah, so let's see. Um, I'm married, uh, twelve years. I've got three children, an eleven year old daughter, uh, an eight year old son, and a um, five year old son. And um, uh, tonight, the big issue was Roblox. Uh, big issue was Roblox. Um, in particular, uh, the middle child was looking at something that was a little inappropriate, a little too intense. And the younger child, the younger male, who's really into Roblox as well, um, <laughs> was frantic with what he had seen. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> it was like cocaine. He was like, I saw this thing. And I'm like, yeah, but dudes, I got to go on a podcast. Yeah, right. You could just just hold that for just like. 45 minutes. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. I know there's a whole group of listeners right now are like, yep, I feel your pain, man. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, and um, let's see, I, um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm a, I'm a teacher. My, my wife is a, a is a, in a very big boy job. Um, and um, she's, uh, she's very busy. And I would say that, you know, so often, um, you know, I, get home i'm picking up the kids i'm dropping off the kids um you know it's gotten i mean i think the fact that we made a web series you know that somehow in there we made a web series i mean i think um 
uh, betrays a little bit the the time and the creativity that we actually have, you know, mm-hmm. despite the fact that we have all these duties. Um, I mean, I remember when we were making the series, it was like, all right, daddy's gone seven days. I will see you. <laughs> um, and it was the same for Adam, except for Adam, we were actually in his house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. You guys can't come to the basement. Basement's a little off limits. We're shooting totally. something. Exactly. <laughs> well, we put his kid. In. We had to put his kid in it. That's <laughs> so, Tom, you said you're you're a teacher. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, okay. What grade do you teach? Uh, high school. I okay. teach. So you were saying you were saying your wife has a big boy job. That's a big boy job, right there, my man. Yeah, but the thing. Okay, that's good. That's a really good point. But um, you know, I would say just in terms of like just like the literally the the level of. Uh, you know, she works, she's home, you know, she's home for like last two years of COVID, but, you know, very much like, yeah. um, you know, 7am at the desk, I'll see you later. And, you know, just on all the time where I, I yeah. just like, you know, I don't, I just not my lifestyle. I never really was interested in a lifestyle like that. And, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah so. same. I think that's yeah. Danny, Danny and I's wives. Same. Way I, I sense that from Danny. My <laughs> wife is like type A. I mean, and I'm a little, I was, I was like a workaholic for a long time until I had kids. And I was like, this is not the person that I actually am. I'm just a stay at home dad. And I'm really much better. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you just, once you get through those things and like growing up, I was told, you know, and, and I reveled in get up at 5.00 AM is the sun up Well, you missed an hour, you know, you need to get out there and get working. You do work all day long. And I was telling my, one of my kids, my oldest is 16 and he's, this is summer. And he can sleep whenever and wherever he wants. I'm I'm not pushing him. I'm not making anybody get up at any time. I get up when the sun comes up, but that's just how I am. But getting my kid, I told him, I said, look, this is not the way life will be. This is summer. Enjoy this. <laughs> You're going to school in a couple of this, weeks or a month. And, yeah, right. You don't know how good you have it right now because right. I'm paying, you know, I'm we are paying for your food, your, you know, your clothing, everything you could possibly want. We're taking care of that but you're going to get out there and you're going to have to get up every day. You're going to have to go to bed at a reasonable hour. You can't stay up until three o'clock, you know, and it's really actually, well, I'm very proud of him because every day since, and it's been five days running, which, you know, Hey, it's a streak. I'll take it. He's been (laughs) up by eight, you know, and he doesn't have to, but he knows that we're going, you know, you got like three weeks, you'll be back in school. You got to get back on that. I will wake you up then. Yeah, 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 I will yeah. throw sure, a water sure. balloon at sure, you. He's sure, going to get sure. up and get out. Sure. Yeah, like the question the question in our house, that my wife is a uh, high school teacher. And so, like, how long will that on-ramp be? Like, you know, she knows, like, <laughs> got a report yeah. for duty in a week or so. But she's, yeah. she's been staying up late. She's like, no, no, I'll just, I'll just, like, you know, experience that painful, you know, you know, 40-foot on-ramp. Yeah. Uh, that's future uh, me's problem. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And I'm, I'm kind of like, there's a scene in, um, there's a scene um, in the show where the guys are like, one of the characters says something like, we're in the sweet, this is actually right now, we're in a sweet spot between baseball and soccer. Yes. And yes. like, <laughs> yeah. this, so, this is literally that moment where Jace, the character is Jason. Yep. And you know he's he's probably the character that's a little bit more the the devil on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, I, yeah. You know, every that. single you know every day is a character. You know something like that. And um, yeah, we're in this sweet spot right now. I'm like, man, you don't know this is gonna get intense, baby. Right, <laughs> you don't know what's coming, but it's coming. Yeah, right. yeah. So so you guys are the the creators of uh, of Turf Valley, which is a a real place. That was the thing. Like I was like, 
is this like an actual like neighborhood? Like, did you guys make it up or whatever? And it's, it's an actual place. Cause we've been talking about all kinds of things, um, with just, you know, the area and, you know, just building this relationship with you guys in Turf Valley over the past few weeks. But, um, so you, you know, you're in this neighborhood, how did all that come about? Like to decide to create the web series, because I mean, we just all of a sudden one day, just two guys standing on the corner decided <laughs> to like, you know, Let's, go at it or what was the, how did this all come about? Yeah. Both Tom and I were sort of on our paths and, and without knowing it, you know, we sort of put it together, but my, you know, Tom will tell sort of his, his journey. But for me, I, as I mentioned, I was living in LA and if you, for all the LA dads out there, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like dropping your kid off at school. There's no, you know, there's no grace in it. It's like landing like F-18s <laughs> on an aircraft carrier. You know, yeah. Everybody drops your child off. Doors open. Go, go, go. go, yeah, go. Exactly. With the, with the, you know, like the, the afterburners come on and, and you try to get your child as close to the curb in your automobile. As you can. And so Stop like, I, yeah, exactly. So like my whole, you know, with my daughter and to some degree, my, my older son, you know, that was, that was my life, you know, with dropping my kids off. But when I got back here, you know, to, to Ellicott city, which is like the suburb of DC's, you know, the bus stop was literally right out outside my door, you know, like literally, turn, like literally like that's I'm nice. Pointing yeah. At that's nice. Uh, and I was charmed by the fact that I could like just walk across the street and drop the kids off. So when we, we dropped the kids off and uh, and then the bus would pick them up and then all the dads would be like hanging back. And the and the subtext was always like, please don't leave. You know, like, <laughs> yes. please, we, we would love to talk. We can't come out and say it directly. But like, yeah, I'm really hoping you'll hang around. You know? <laughs> Give me a reason to not have to go back in the house and fold laundry. <laughs> exactly. Just say exactly. anything. I don't care. We'll talk. Whatever. Just say something and let me stay here. <laughs> yeah. And so the name, my neighborhood is Turf Valley. And, uh, and so I'm, you know, when Tom and I went to have a beer, we, 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 we met Tom introduced himself, you know, sent me an email and I recognized himself as a fellow lunatic. And, uh, <laughs> and so, um, and, and sort of pitched in this idea and, and then I told him where I lived and you just, Tom, I remember you just like, I mean, you like laughed out loud that there was a place called Turf Valley. Cause it's such an odd, you know, Actually, yeah. And the crazy part is that I don't live very far. Like I maybe I live in Baltimore. So it's, you know, I live just over the city line. So my, I'm very, and I teach at a city school. So I'm very city oriented. Um, but, you know, Ellicott City, you know, is just like very sort of like, well, you know, a very established city, old city in Maryland. Uh, but this area, Turf Valley, I never heard of it before. It was just where Adam lived. And then I'm just like, you know, it doesn't mean anything. Right. Like it was like McDonald's. Right. It was like that scene in the founders where the guys like McDonald's, you know, you could just you could fill it up with anything. It could be anything you want it to be. Yeah. And, you know, that's when I was just like, let's just call it Turf Valley. I mean, the only problem I thought we might have was, you know, that the residents were going to like, you know, lose it. Yeah. 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 And and I think that there's a little bit of a piece to that where like, well, you know, and I think that began the journey. I think the thing about the show, I think that one of the values of the show is that, you know, I don't think we're trying to make judgments. You know, I don't think we're trying to judge these people or anything or even the place. You know, I think that mm -hmm. I think that there's a fundamental humanity anywhere and that there's no place, you know, even if it's like you've never heard of it, it's it's got an HOA and so forth. And, yeah. you know, but I, I think it's human. It's very human. I think yeah. anybody who lives in an HOA neighborhood, if, if like, <laughs> seriously, like, okay, one, I don't live in an HOA neighborhood, but 
I have heard many a stories from other dads in the community who do. And honestly, yeah. like everything that Meredith <laughs> acts, says, and does is like spot on to like <laughs> totally what you would imagine, president. right? Yes. It is exactly. And and so everybody, if you haven't seen the series yet, if you don't know who Meredith is, go watch it. No, um, it, it, she is actually the director, I guess, uh, the president of the HOA. Yeah, that's and right. She, just, drives, she drives a golf cart just to give you a minute. Right? <laughs> rolls up and like, oh, rolls up, I'm going to yeah. fix this. You know, this wait, 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 there, there's not even a problem here. Oh, I'm yeah. going to make it a problem yeah. and I'm going to make you fix it. Wait, yeah, I'm just standing here. She says that she paved the grass beneath your feet. You know, like, <laughs> like, she yep. did you that favor. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You were talking a minute ago about, uh, you know, the concern about the, how the community would react and uh, a little bit about, you know, where we find judgment and stuff and where it would be a problem where it's not. Um, so for me, if you say this is about stay at home dads, I'm going to be your worst critic. I'm, oh, I'm, gonna sit, I'm just going to cut you because <laughs> you're coming into my home, you know, you're Correct. coming into my life. And when, when you're an, an at-home parent, this is your life. You don't get anything else for like years. And then someday, <laughs> supposedly they leave. I don't know. I guess that I, I, I'm sure my kids will leave someday, but the Maybe. reality of it is you, this is so it's like your biggest passion because it's, you're really like uh, the, the old adage is like touching someone's eyeball. You know, when you talk about at home dads, Whoa, Hey, what, what are we doing? Where are we going to present this? And I've mentioned this before, but I want to say it on the podcast. I really never found that um, like the, 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 the first half of Mr. Mom, you know, or all of the dads that just screw up everything kind of mentality that we've seen in TV and movies for decades, I guess. Um, and yes, I really true. liked that aspect of it where we go in and yeah, I mean, the guys are, you know, one's, uh, one's a little goofy, one's a little uptight, one's a little maybe paranoid, um, but they're <laughs> not like, because you're a dad, you're a goofy idiot. Yeah, that was, that. that's so, I, lo- I love that you, yeah, thank you for picked that. up on that because it meant it, we had a lot of conversations, very direct conversations about that and you know, we, I think it was over that first, the first story meeting we had, we said, we, we want these guys to be really outstanding fathers, you know, and that mm-hmm. doesn't take away from the humor at all. But, but that was our reality. These were, these were things that we did and we cared a great deal. And like, like, you know, like men need a mission and we are very proud of that mission. You totally know? Right. That's um, right. And, and, uh, and so, so it's heartening uh, that through that was that was very deliberate you know and and i don't think it it it, it you know it's it's too easy again the you know the like you said the goofy dad you know screwing yeah. something up comedy you know that we've seen that a zillion times but to try to make a show where the dads really are the heroes but we're still laughing a lot that that was mm-hmm. sort of our goal you know? well, I, will, yeah. I will say the one thing that made probably me laugh the first time was howard coming on screen and introducing yeah. himself as to who he was and immediately my thought was all right this is a guy who is in complete denial of what is actually changing in his mm-hmm. life and <laughs> there are so many dads that we see come into the stay-at-home dad community who they're like yeah so uh here's the way what's going on and you know like my wife is on you know 
maternity leave for a certain amount of time. And so I'm home with her and we're trying to figure this whole thing out. So I thought I would join the group or whatever. And we're just like, dude, like just, <laughs> just, yeah. just go ahead and rip the band-aid off. Just rip the band-aid off, man. And just you're, be yeah. you're here. Like, trust me, like she's gonna go back to work and you're gonna be here and it's gonna be okay. Cause it's we're gonna we're, be okay. We're right here with you, kind of deal. Right. We but, love that. We love that character too, too, because he to, like to to get to visualize that, like he's wearing a suit. Like he has he oh yeah, yeah right. all the time. He convinced himself that he's still like he's uh, on indefinite yeah. paternity leave for us. Yeah, exactly. He's he's pushing a stroller throughout almost every episode and yeah. in a suit, and it's just glorious because <laughs> it is because so much of what we do in our lives as men comes down to paycheck. You know, you talk to most men, and the first question right. they're going to ask you, "Oh, okay, uh, what do you do for a living?" You know, Check. because it's really the only place where most men can meet. And we all understand we're the provider, we're the work hard, we do all the things, we bring in all the money, and we va- base our value on how much money we bring in, you know? And it's a huge turnaround to be able to say, I'm not bringing in any money. I haven't brought in more than $500 in the last 12 years. Right. Total, like total, not even just per year, but total. Um, right. And and so the the real the, the reality of it is, okay, where is my value? What what am I what am I doing here? Why am I doing this thing? And I will say, Howard actually said it um, when they were talking about being a sad. Um, I don't remember which episode it is. I'm sure you guys can find it, but um, I wrote it down so I forget. But he's like, I'm not a sad, but I know how you 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 feel. Yeah. You're you're lost and purposeless just watching your own children and you're overeducated and underutilized. And <laughs> wait, like, wait, now was that, was that the judge you said before, you're like, I, you came into my house. Yeah. Right. You said, right. So let me, so but, what is that line to you? Well, because it Spot is on. the reality. Yes, it is the reality of the job. I love this job. I couldn't do anything better. I, I'm not saying that I'm great at it, but I, I couldn't enjoy anything more than this. But the day-to-day reality of it is, is I am overeducated and I'm definitely underpaid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Know? There's lots of dads so, like that. That's the thing. Yeah, like, I mean, it hit we've, the nail right on the head. There's there's dads that um, that have been a part of the National At-Home Dad Network and still are who are rocket scientists or who are just like mm-hmm. big, you know, like the scientists in general, or they've done other things that are unbelievable. Like, you know, one guy in particular that I think of I'm not going to say his name because I don't need Elon Musk coming at me, but, um, <laughs> but there's one guy who he, um, he was a stay at home dad for a little while. And then he, um, was looking for work and he ended up getting hired to basically be a part of Elon Musk's team that like launches rockets. Mm-hmm. but absolutely at any moment at any time like if he had to come back to it like he you know he'd be right back in stay-at-home dad mode yeah. and i know this talking to him like there's some days where he wishes that he was a stay-at-home dad because he works crazy hours and but we've got other dads who like come to home dad con and you get to talking to him like yeah what did you do before you were stay-at-home dad and they tell you something that just makes your eyes pop out of <laughs> you're your head just, and you're like right like, what <laughs> like so, i've never met anybody that does that yeah. it's a rocket scientist I, literally you know I sometimes think, though, however, that, you know, these characters are actually, you know, at some point, I don't know, like, because, you know, you make a show and you think about what you made and like, it's always like revealing things to you, right? Like, so you don't really know what you're making when you're making it because Mm -hmm. you're just, you know, harnessing it or something. And so at one point, you know, I was like, I was like, oh my goodness, like all these characters are basically the different moments 
Like, yeah, like one day I wake up and I'm like, today we are going to do all the things in dad, you know, like in life, you're yeah. going to do your soccer practice. You're going to do this. You know, I've got the gadgets, you know, so like Howard is this extreme version of dadding, yeah. you know, where he's not going to, he's going to take it, you know, he's, he's like a stoic, right? Like he's hyper stoic. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he, and he's, he's gear oriented. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, that, that's just that moment we are we all like that like at some point yeah is, mm-hmm. is that a car battery in your stroller <laughs> yeah. and i'm like it is not it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that I, love, I love that you're quoting man quoting lines that's, yeah uh, man that's, that's so, just, such an honor dude that's sweet yeah that's great uh, well so, you know i will say the thing that howard said earlier i wrote that down because it was too many words for me to remember at one time Oh yeah, but yes, the rest yeah. of it, I'm yeah, definitely. That's all naturals. It's because it was it was very familiar, very familiar in a lot of ways, but also was things that I definitely could have said, you know. And in some way, all three of these dads, like you said, have been me at some point in my my stages of becoming who I am now. You know, where I was super uptight for a long time, or I was very paranoid for a long time, or I was just barely making it. You know, just like I don't know, the kids are fed. I the house smells like spoiled milk but i'm okay i look like i got attacked by a flock of birds yeah okay yeah so funny too. <laughs> and, and you know thank god for for like uh you know for mentors in this realm you know like we, we talked a little bit about that when we all met about the charles mann character he's sort of mm-hmm. the, the dad that's really got it together has that kind of has that that experience that wisdom and he sort of sits yeah. up on the hill and and uh and can can smile at these guys and help help bring them along a little bit you know yeah. and, how did you get three-time super bowl champion charles man to get on this show like how did that happen <laughs> well the, the the genesis of it was this was again so many of these stories are you know happened on some level and then we sort of put them into the show and uh and, and one of the reasons we're excited to be on on your show is to hopefully hear you know from from some dads eventually out there uh, across the country, you know, for, for ideas, you know, that's how we get our inspiration. But anyway, this happened on the corner right out there. Uh, I was hanging out with a couple of dads and there was this guy up the, up the street, like probably six, five, like super athletic, you know, like punching away at a cell phone. And like, we were speculating, how does he even get a message through? Cause his, you know, hands are so big. <laughs> we, gotta get, we, we, we have a friend like, we have a friend like that. That fits into that realm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody does, right? And he was super, he's super handsome. And a couple of moms were chit-chatting with him. And he, you know, we were speculating. Maybe he, you know, it's a little bit of a trope, but maybe he, yeah, maybe he was an athlete in high school. Yeah. Or played a little ball. Yeah, he played a little ball. ball. He played some ball. Look at him. You know, he probably played ball. Look at those hands. Those hands would go around a football. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we so we so we decided this would this be a pretty funny episode. So we we thought, oh, what if we got a real? That would be the joke, right? We got a real professional athlete to play mm-hmm. that character. So these, you know, these guys are in the corner speculating, you know, and and the audience knows it's a real Super Bowl champion, but they're not. They're like <laughs> kind of clueless about it. So we got it. We got a bunch of submissions from uh, from some uh, NFL former NFL players, and but Charles was like, I mean, he's. All he did in the audition tape, I swear to God, was he he stood at his mailbox in in Virginia and like drank some water and opened the mailbox and looked in the mail. And Chama and I were just sort of mesmerized. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're like, he's we not all, acting. He just is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. It was beautiful. So like we called him up, and he's a lovely guy. And so we cast him right away. And he was so good in the pilot. We, 
you know, we wanted to bring him onto the producing team. We put him in a bunch of episodes. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I think what happened, and Tom can speak to this well, is this whole notion of like understanding as a father, as a man, you know, you may not be able to throw the Duke. You may not, your hands might not be big enough for that. Yep. But, you know, sometimes the junior, you can still throw the junior, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a metaphor for something. And, uh, like just it's a gesture, you know, and, and and then so I mean I think that's another thing. Like, you know, the guys, you know, they're dads, but they're also like they don't talk like normal people. I mean, they mm-hmm. are a little bit. Their language is a little heightened, you know. They're they're like everything's emblematic, and you know, Charles Mann. Yeah, but the truth is, is that you know, uh, the thing is, is you make a connection with a guy like Charles Mann, and you know what you find out is like that guy, you know, he's gone through football he's raised his family he still's got you know he's got a, he's, he's, he's still an active dad um and um you know he's just a man of just tremendous character and so you're just like you're back to the same game right which is like yeah. you know thinking about your role in life and you know who you want to be and what you want to do and in the yeah. you know it's just like it's all you know it's a, it was a it was a great honor to make the show yeah, that, yeah that's a really good point tom he often we've he often would tell us he's like he's like most of the world knows me for the you know for the 11 or 12 years i did this one thing right. he's like but th- but that was 35 years ago i've had a whole life since then and so you guys are bringing up the question of again as, as identity and fatherhood and you know how that changes and we i think now you know i'm much more willing to accept that that changes in my life you know you're mm-hmm. it's okay that you're this for a while and this for a while and you do this for a while as opposed to my dad's generation where you, you know, you, he was, he went to work, he worked at this company and yeah. the expectation was you would stay there for 30 or 40 years. And then if that stops, well, what does that mean about who I am and yeah. my value, you know? So I think, so I, true. I think all these things are sort of, again, it's primarily comedy, but these things are underneath. And I think that gives it a kind of a nice feel. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I know, you know, you, the things that we did, you know, as, as men before we had kids, you know, that kind of thing. And then things happen and our kids are like, Oh, like they're, they're, you know, looking at somebody or <laughs> idolizing somebody or whatever it is. And you're like, well, actually like I did something like, for instance, yeah. I know like, for, yeah. I remember, the, I remember the first time, like my kid um, came back and was like, we, we learned about like uh, the military and like, you know, why veterans are important and all this stuff. And my wife was like, your, your dad was in the military and like my mm-hmm. my kid looks at me and goes what and i'm like yeah I was in, I, I was like, yeah. like yeah i was in the navy and he was and he just like what he's like what i don't understand like i so i had to like explain it to him and stuff and i'm like yeah i was like and then we explained to him like all of you know his aunts and uncles on my sister on my um my wife's side all of them like sister-in-law like all the aunts and uncles like are all navy as well and we're like they all serve too and and so he's just like oh that uh, okay like it just like you could see his little brain just like sitting there just like all these little things popping and uh it was just so funny because yeah like kids when they look at dads they're just like oh like you're a dad or whatever and it's like no actually mm-hmm. like i had a life before you came around right. little one <laughs> my, my name is not dad it's not dad i'm just gonna tell you it's yeah. not who i am but yeah, yeah that's who i am right yeah it's who i am now it's all good right <laughs> yeah the many, the many lives how, how many years are, how many years are you out of service now Oh gosh, over a decade. <laughs> oh uh, no, but but still, I mean, yeah. it was a huge, it's it was, a huge role in your life. Yeah. It was, it was a huge, it was a huge time for sure, definitely. So, and there's a lot of dads like that, and you know, a lot of stay-at-home dads who are former uh, military. And uh, I think we were, I was talking with uh, 
you guys and, and Sue, when, when we first met, it was just like, you know, you'd be surprised the way that stay at home, dad, uh, military guys get treated. Cause, uh, mm-hmm. it's usually not the same way when you meet somebody who's, uh, you know, Oh, I work at a factory or whatever. It's like, Hey, like I, I stay home and they're like, why don't you have a job or whatever? And it's like, yeah. you know, even just saying like, well, I'm a disabled vet. Like it isn't not enough. Like it, for for some that people and it's crazy. really sad yeah it is crazy that is crazy well see that's what's so great about this uh your 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 organization i think it changes the conversation i think you know i think um it's 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 a, it's a conversation you know that helps everybody you know we we all feel more confident in our own skins but you know everybody else starts to get more uh uh, you know, committed to it and, and, uh, mm-hmm. comfortable with it. And, you know, so it's just good for, I think it's good for everybody, frankly. Yeah, definitely. In so, a lot of ways it's opening a door, which I I've so. found has been the biggest thing. And I come back to this a lot and I've maybe even said it before to you guys, but, um, the reality of it is most of the things that we won't change. We just need somebody to open the door. If one person says this is okay, I'm a stay at home dad. I'm a homemaker. That's what I am. Now, you want to talk about what manhood means to you? Do you want to talk about, you know, you want to go throw axes? You want to do some blacksmithing? I got you, man. Let's go. You know, but I'm still, I'm a homemaker. That's what I do. And it was very hard for me to say that the first time, right? But once you do it, and once you were around other dads who are active, who are involved, who love their kids, even if they're working full time, but they're there for the ball games, or they're there for the plays, or they're there for the art project help, or whatever it is, having that dad that's in your community, and you look and say, wow, Bob's at every single soccer game, and he's involved, he's listening, he's he's yelling to his kids, you know, encouraging and not trying to, you know, just degrade them and whatever. But once you have one dad and then another, and it just kind of opens that door so that everybody's like, yeah, yeah, that's, we used to be again, 40, 50 years in a gold watch. That's, that's where our life is. I'm going to yeah, stick yeah, with, yeah. you know, I'm going to go to at and I'm going to stay there for 45 years until I get my pension, get my gold watch, and then I'm retiring. And that's who we had to be. I feel in the life of our country and the life of who we are as, as fathers, but we've moved out of that in so many ways. And so now we have the option, really, the ability to say, I love my kids. I love my wife. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And being able to say, what did you, you know, what are you doing Friday night? Oh, my kid's got to play. I'm going to go They're They're the beast and beauty and the beast or something. And it not be a, oh, I'm sorry. You know, it's, oh, you're not a man anymore. Oh, no, I am a man, but I'm an. I'm a dad, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. And, and I would add that like that, there, you know, and I think this is like sort of another, like sort of an undercurrent of the show, which is that, you know, you, you know, if you, if you go out there and you go be the dad, then you're going to engage with your community. And then pretty yeah. quickly what you find yourself in is a, like a leadership position, like, you know, and you're out mm-hmm. there and you're doing things, and you're making things happen, but you're with the kids and that like, you're being a dad, but like in a very public way. Yeah. And yeah. that's, and I, one of the things like, again, the collaboration with Adam has been like, I mean, I'm very grateful for it in part, you know, one of the things that's funny is that uh, Adam's like a, like a 
psychotic hockey dad. Uh, like, like, <laughs> like while we're making this, he was going on. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm in South Carolina. And I'm like, you're in South Carolina. And like, we're shooting in a week. Um, and, um, but like, you know, it's like, maybe this sports thing, like maybe this is good. Like I became totally over the course of production that year in development production. I got really into sports, like, yeah. uh, like being coach. I was like, coach, baseball coaching. Mm-hmm. And like, all of a sudden now everyone's yeah. like to me, like, Hey dude, put this in your next episode. Like, yeah, just put this in your episode. Like, so all these dads are like, just like literally feeding me season two. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Now season two. Well, before we get into that, real oh, quick. Oh, okay. Real quick, real quick. <laughs> so you touched on something else. So you you mentioned like the whole idea of like dads wanting, you know, trying to get involved, trying to kind of break through that barrier or whatever. And that's I was talking with Danny about this before you guys came on. Like Jason is sort of that guy. Like he's trying to like kind of break through and show that he's worthy to take on a leadership role of some kind. And, you know, for as much of as a goofy is in some ways, like he really wants to, like, he's got the passion to want to do it. It's just, he's got to prove to everybody and really overcome the huge hurdle. And, and for lack of better terms, like break the ceiling, you know, break the glass ceiling on it um, for that type of situation. And I, I think a lot of dads can definitely like feel that. And just when they go to school and, you know, like they're the only dad there and they're trying to prove that, you know, they can be uh, leaned upon and trusted on to do things and stuff like that. And we've talked about this on the show before. That's something that like I've spent a lot of time at my kid's school doing um, to the point where I have teachers now that don't even ask the janitor or look for the janitor. <laughs> they just look to me and they're like, Brock, you know where this is at? And I'm like, yeah. And like, I go get it and bring it back. Like they just know that they can trust me to like get things done, That's awesome. but it's taken multiple years of doing that and really mm-hmm. just being there. And, you know, you mentioned like the guys that, you know, for baseball and stuff like that's, that's the kind of things I also get involved in are like the instructional basketball and baseball and, um, you know, all those kind of fun things where you work with the kids, you get to know the parents a little bit. And it's very interesting how like these different teachers see like, Oh, like he's active. Like he's going to be around. Like I can ask him to do something and not feel bad, you know, not feel scared. Like, Hey, would you want to do this? It's more like, Hey, I need you to do this. I'm like, all right, great. I'm there. Like, so, you know, what you just described Brock is progress. I mean, that's how it happens. You have to, mm-hmm. you know, you acclimate people to this new reality, one person at a time, you know, sort of doing things that yep. maybe a lot of people aren't used to seeing them. And it reminded me like in, in the hockey subculture, which, Tom is right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm completely trapped in, in this <laughs> totally trapped. <laughs> Whatever. Like oftentimes the, 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 the manager of the team will be a dad, you know, often. And, and, but you call them team mom and it's this interesting paradox, really? you know, that yeah. you're, wow. you're, yeah. And it, what's cool about that is you're sort of, you're sort of embracing and winking at the, the, the stereotype, right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you, yeah. you know, you're doing what always were con- considered mom things, you know, like uh, being, you know, supportive and informational and, and taking care of hotel reservations and mm-hmm. doing all these things. But but you're you're a man doing it. And it's sort of like, um, uh, again, it's 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 funny, but it's shattering the stereotype at the same I, time. I don't know that Gordon Bombay would like being called. <laughs> I just yeah. going to put that out there. I don't think he would like that. <laughs> 
Well, you know, progress that was a hockey is, reference, but I didn't get it. Progress is slow, you know. Mighty Ducks, uh, man. Mighty I'm Ducks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but you know, it, it, that, that's what you have to do, and and that's where art. I mean, that's like Frank. You know, mm-hmm. that's what TV shows and movies and and great, you know, yes, uh, entertaining things can do. They they kind of to use your phrase, Danny. They kind of help open the door, and then they make you laugh. They make you smile. They make you feel something, and you know, over time, you're like, yeah, that's all totally normal and cool. And it's, you're mm-hmm. no longer the exception. It's at-home dads become, you know, com- completely uh, accepted and mainstream and all those things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. So I mean, Danny, you were, go ahead. And I, I want you to figure out how to get back into the season two conversation, but go ahead and say, well, what I know how to do it. I know how to do it. Cause this is how I do this. Is how I do everything in life. Guys, is there going to be a season two? <laughs> I mean, I, I, here's the first thing I want to say is that, like, yeah, we do all this dad stuff, but literally season two could write itself instantly. I mean, you know, we, we, we've been working, we're thinking about it all the time. It's time in our talk. You know, I think that we're not done delivering this baby, you know, I mean, like, mm-hmm. basically, you know, and, yeah. you know, getting people to watch the show, to subscribe, to, you know, getting, um, getting those views, uh, you know, that's a job. That's oh, a yeah. job right now that we're doing and mm-hmm. getting the out there. There's a lot of stuff to watch. You know, there's a lot yeah. of stuff you could listen to. But, you know, when we used to say to the sponsors, I think it's important, which is like, you know, you kind like not everybody gets everybody can have a favorite show, but not everybody gets to be a part of making one. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, especially at this point in time in the, in the, in the life cycle of the show, it's like um, every new viewer's treasured like contributor to the show. Yeah. Like, you know, like every time somebody says, you know, comments, you know, or we meet guys like you and, uh, and it's just like, yeah, like, because I think that really what the issue is, like Adam was saying is just like, you know, I think we're on to something here about, about making uh, making interesting observations about the world, but delivering it through humor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just thinking that season two was going to involve like what was that? Jason, Tyler, and Howard going on a little road trip to Home DadCon. Nice. That's what I was. Well, thinking. we absolutely, <laughs> yeah, we absolutely. Yeah. We Sorry, absolutely I am a shameless plug that. guy. I just put it in there, man. <laughs> no, but that's no, so easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brock, you're you're totally right. We we we've, we've had that conversation because we have. It's such a natural climax to the to the to a season two. You know that they and who doesn't like the climax? Come on. Exactly. It'd just be a flyer yeah. that just like comes through Turf Valley and like you just get like stuck in like you know like Jason's face and he's like <laughs> rat, rat his face. And he's like, what is this? <laughs> he's like Jason's like what is this thing? He pulls it off. He's like oh, Dad Con. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, we even thought we'll get one of you guys to you know we we had this this made us laugh like like you know a, a seasoned stay at home dad like who's. Who's so at, at at one? He's reached a state of nirvana with his identity that he actually levitates like David. Yoda. Like like, and he's on the corner, and the guys are sort of mesmerized, and you know they they spread the 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 evangel of uh, of Phoenix. <laughs> nice. I, I just want to see. I just want to see uh, Danny in cross legged position on like a rug, like coming in like that. 
Crisscross <laughs> applesauce, man. Good, you did. You did. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We but crisscross applesauce. Well, so truth, okay. So because your kids may not get this, but they don't call it Indian style. They anymore. don't call it that anymore. No, they, they call no, it crisscross right, applesauce, right. and that's and the only reason I know is because this is all I know anymore. Help me. Yeah. We had to explain that to my kids actually just a couple of days ago because they're like, "What's Indian yeah. style?" Yeah, yeah, and it's so almost painful because okay I'm, I'm i'm glad they made the change i am glad that's a that's a good change it's a great change but it hurts me because it's one more thing that i grew up with that they're like nah we're not gonna do that anymore and i'm like oh but what? i'm gonna say it uh, okay fine you know yeah you know, is, is, can you still you get greek, you... greek dodge remember greek dodge oh i don't know what that one is i don't well, know that that was, it was dodge but it was a it was just sort of a, a certain there were certain rules and I don't know whether they had their roots in in anything having to do with Greece, but but it was. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, Adam. Um, how old are you? <laughs> Me, 50, double nickel, fifty-five. Okay, okay. Right. He's close all to right. you, Dan. Well, that's not it. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, do you, yeah know, you don't know that one, huh? <laughs> it must be a regional. Well, that's what thing. I was thinking. Maybe it's, a, re- maybe maybe it's a regional thing. I don't know. It's, it probably it's a, region, it's thing. a Maryland thing. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you say in Maryland that we would never say in Georgia, <laughs> which is where I grew up. And it, you know, like that is for you know, certain. But don't you put salt on your watermelon? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Danny. Do you put salt on your watermelon in Georgia? What? Because I, I, I had a friend from from Georgia. No wait. Don't you salt your watermelon? Of course you salt your watermelon. That's what everybody does. No, no, nope. That's no. a no. <laughs> All right, just yeah, offended really everybody pulls, from Georgia. That really rips the, crayon, the paper off the crayon for me. That's not. Acceptable. All good. It's all good. So, so season two is sort of, we'll say, in the works. It's being yeah. kind of put together. Yeah, absolutely. And the reality, you know, we, we can talk about money, like right. Um, so, yeah. so every episode, you know, uh, I mean, we produce them at a at a at a really high level, you know, we, we were really interested in making something that, that looked like a TV show. Well, obviously yeah. you're putting them and at a high did. level. You got 12 awards from different festivals all over the world, man. Yeah. Like that's awesome. You did very well. Yeah. And thank you. And um, so, yeah, so it's basically comes down to like every other uh, Hollywood television producer or film producer, you're, you're raising money all the time. But the good news was that the, I think this, the first season um, as it's been getting out there, we've had other small businesses who helped, finance the first season uh we've had people saying hey we'd love to we'd love to help out so i think we have enough we we have enough for episode eight basically hey so our decision point will be are we gonna uh try to make a whole season at once or will we uh make one episode at a time as the as the money rolls in but uh in terms of story ideas yeah i mean it's it's just yeah. like a bounty of, of ideas. And every time we talk to, you know, guys uh, who've gone through this, we just get more ideas. Yeah. It's a, it's an open field, really. I mm-hmm. mean, there's just so much because we've seen, because COVID really, really pushed up the numbers of at-home dads. Um, I mean, even guys that were working from home, but then they, they were the primary person that was taking care of the kids, taking care of the family dishes, all that stuff. And the numbers, even that we've just seen in our organization have been just really going up and up we've had a lot of new members in the last couple of years so it's it's yeah. it's really a great place to do it and then also to keep doing things like putting a message in it you know and like you said when you're creating maybe you don't know what that message is going to end up being you're just kind of listening to the muse and doing what you do but then at the end of it you're like oh wow yeah this is this is the 
the older dad that lives down the street that's the mentor and yeah he played a little ball but he also has everything about being a dad and a husband yeah he's got it he, and he became a librarian and that I was do, beautiful too i, I do want to point out one thing though too like so i know we talked about meredith and we've talked about some of the other characters but i i really do like the fact um, that you have three different breadwinning mamas in the um, in the show who all have very interesting background stories. Um, I feel like uh, Sheila is probably a little bit closer to maybe Danny and I's wives, uh, just in the fashion <laughs> of like we walk in and she, and she's like, "Go away!" I'm deal. having a conversation right Making now. The deal, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I thought it was my wife the, and I. My wife and suit. I. so my wife my wife and i share an office together and there are times where like i'll be just listening in on her conversations and she's like go away like this Mm -hmm. like and i just want to comment she's like pushing me away yeah exactly my my other thing was and i think i mean it's very interesting like the the uh, character for rose being uh someone who's like um you know trying to become an astronaut and everything there but it's also she's separated from her husband and there's you know there's quite a few dads actually that are in a situation like that where they've separated from their wives and how they balance their life or whatever um and it's interesting like kind of see like uh for anybody who hasn't watched watch all the episodes go all the way you make sure you get to the end because you'll want to see like you know kind of the end of the season um i I thought it was interesting kind of how that sort of all played out and uh and i'm like okay like so what is going to happen with Tyler and Rose? Like what, you know, season two, like, how does that, how does that play out? Mm-hmm. Cause um, you know, the, the line that the she point. says to him near the end there about going him Mars. being a science experiment or something like, or, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, but it's something like I signed you up to be an experiment or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, I was like, you yeah, can that's go with exactly me, how a wife uh, would get you on a, something like that. <laughs> You're a science experiment <laughs> as a science experiment. <laughs> yeah. test you? Okay, we're out of bed. <laughs> yeah, because I think actually, the, I mean, the Artemis program is like, yeah, it's a program for getting women on Mars, on, on Moon. I mean, excuse me, on the moon. And so, yeah, you know, I think that there's a sense of like, yeah, you know, uh, women are in these roles. And by the way, you know, I don't think it's very easier for them, quite frankly. I, it, no. You know, it's like these same conundrums are popping up, you know, and, and I think that that's kind of what you're, we're also trying to show in the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. The actresses we hired, who were, they're so great, but they, they had that same reaction. They were like, we, we really, they appreciated that we weren't trying to make them perfect. They, we, they were... They have these great careers and and we're sort of in awe of them, but they're also, you know, they got all these funny flaws and they're, you know, and so I think that we, we sort of discovered that along the way that you really can't fully tell the at-home dad story without without them, you know, and... Um, 100%. Um, right. And I appreciate and so, that too. Like, that's the thing. Like, I mean... My, our wives like we talk about them all the time on the show we've had them on the show actually with us uh right. to talk to Great. you know other dads about just like how to you know how to be on the same page with your you know spouse that's the breadwinner mm-hmm. in the family but uh, i love the fact that all three of these these ladies have these very interesting quirky characters just like their husbands who are also very quirky at the same time and you get to see just sort of how it all plays out and you know, you find out that honestly, like uh, Jason's wife is not too much different than he is, honestly, when it comes to wanting to hang out and, you know, really just like cut loose and stuff like that. So uh, I thought, you know, just things like that are really neat to see because like, yeah, a lot of times 
we don't actually get to meet our friends, wives and stuff like, you know, we do a, a, a dad lounge hangout, like a zoom hangout, um, twice a week. And, you know, occasionally you might get to maybe see, uh, one of their, uh, you know, see their spouse come through or something like that. My wife is one, she's like a WWE wrestling person. Like she does, she's got to run in every single time where she's got to be you know, she's <laughs> yeah, yeah, talking yeah. to all the guys and stuff. But, um, I love the <laughs> fact right. I but was picturing is, a folding. But this is one of those things. It's like <laughs> you get to meet each other. <laughs> well, some yeah, and sometimes, Danny, too. you know, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but it's just good to see. Yeah, I, I just wanted to bring that into play because I feel like I don't want this to think that like, oh, this is just a show for just stay-at-home dads to see. Like, there's a lot of content in here for the breadwinning mamas to also see what's going on. Yeah, it's you know, and no children. That's the irony. Was we, we, Tom and I were committed at the beginning to <laughs> to write a show about about dadding and parenting, but somehow, and and the best explanation we we came up with is it's sort of like the inverse of peanuts, like. Like, oh, nice. know, like you know how in, yeah. in like charles schultz you see the like kids that and you, you know that the the kids the parents are there but you don't really care occasionally hear that funny voice or whatever but but here you know the children are present and we and they poke in every once in a while like with our uh, we'll tell that story too danny but the uh, mm-hmm. uh the baby story but but that it's you you can feel their presence but they're not, you know, that's not really uh, the focus of the story. You know, it's about yeah. all these other interesting things, community. Well, and it does speak to being a person beyond being the at-home parent. That's right. Mm-hmm. Having your own thoughts, having your own, you know, desires, wishes, wants, and whatever things that in the sacrifices really that you have to make as a parent are there. Yeah. That you're never going to get around that. But the reality of it is, yeah, like we said earlier, okay, I'm at the bus stop. Please, somebody talk to me. I don't care about right. what can we right. talk, you talk about yeah. anything you want to talk about animal husbandry. I don't care. We're going to go to Mars. Let's talk about Mars. Let's talk about, I don't care. <laughs> I'll tell you what you're not going to talk about. You're not going to talk about your kids. Yeah. I mean, you might actually, it's not true. you might, would, you might, yeah. no, yeah, you but, might, but, yeah. but you know, you might yeah. not. I mean, it's just so ubiquitous. It is so mm-hmm. all around you. It's like, you know, we don't talk about oxygen all that much, you know, right. I mean, unless it's not there, you know, right. like, yeah. so like, you yeah, know. right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so let's let's chase something together. And I think I think that's uh, that's what that was what was interesting to us. And I think that's what came out. But 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 to, to talk about that, you know, there are there are a couple of kids in the story. Uh, and in one scene, we needed to have a baby, you know, and this is this is true. <laughs> and so uh, the, the funny thing about this is our 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 production designer was like 20 years old. We 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 involved a lot of uh, high school students and college students. Uh, you know, mentorship is very important <laughs> to us. And Excellent. so we, we had a lot of, I teach at, a, at Johns Hopkins University and Tom at Baltimore School of the Arts. So we had a lot of young people working and learning, which is how I came up in the business too. And so I think, you know, we sent Aiden, remember Aiden, who's yeah. 20, you know, off to get, we were like, we, we were pretty specific. We were like, we want one of those, you know, really realistic babies uh, that you can, <laughs> we <gave> yeah. <laughs> and we we're like, spend some money, you know, go to Target. They're probably going to be at a good Target Walmart. And I think the I think the reason he came back with something about the size of a of a of a loafer was because he <laughs> just had, was not experienced in the world of infants, you know, like yeah. how big mind, is a baby? That, that was big enough. <laughs> yeah, he literally. I think that's when he came back. He was like, I just, you know, I don't even know. Was it always, or was it that, or was it something like I can kind of hide this as I take it up to the cashier and do self check? <laughs> get out of here as a twenty year old. You know, I yeah. wonder if we got a re- excuse we got me, no sir. Receipt. 
But I, you know, in my mind, he was in my mind, he was going to bring back one of those super realistic, you know, big, you know, right? mm-hmm. yeah. you see those, right? But I yeah, think yeah. it was it was very, but it was telling because I think, hey, he hadn't hasn't had that experience yet, so. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like that's like sending that dad who's just awkward to go buy like feminine hygiene products for the first yeah, time for exactly. his daughter. He's You're like, what can wrong, I get and just high type of deal? But I, you should get a hold of uh, Target or wherever and be like, can we just see the video of the kid who bought the baby? We just want to see. Did he like buy it and run out of the store? <laughs> like what happened? There? <laughs> was he wearing a hood just so nobody would see his face? I'm buying a doll. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think it works really well too in the scene that he's there because. The first time you hold your kid, for me, I mean, I've got four kids and everyone is exactly the same. It was, you were so small. You are so, and I feel like, and I'm not that big, you know, but I feel like I, yeah, yeah. And my kids were big, (laughs) but they still felt like, wow, this is such a tiny, tiny little thing. And him carrying that tiny little bundle um, really kind of looks more natural than I think um, we might realize when, I mean, I think any dad will know. He's yeah, a dad. That's, Bill's that's a, a dad, baby. But yeah, he's yeah. just got that little. Oh, I got him. It's okay. Yeah, you know, it's great. So yeah, Bill's a dad of young people. I mean, he knows young kids. He knows he knows what that's about. I mean, he was cool. Very much like all the guys were, and you know, um, and, and almost the vast majority of the people who work for our, work with us or you know so forth. They're all family people, basically. It's mm-hmm. which is nice because you know, honestly, we're on meetings all the time, and I'm like, I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, pick up disaster. <laughs> yeah, someone's oh, yeah. throwing up. I guess I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was there was one time actually we were getting ready to start a show and I was like hey by the way I gotta go I gotta take my daughter to the emergency room right now I was like you and I was like you and the go yeah. you and the guest have a great time see you later right yeah <laughs> take care of this I'm like ah okay that's right been there done that for sure definitely and I really wouldn't have it any other way honestly I don't ever want to be in a situation ever again where um like that isn't my first job. Like, yeah. I, I really just don't, you know, like, I, I, I know that things like kids are going to get older and things are going to go, you know, and they're going to change everything. And I, and hopefully Adam and I will make a billion more seasons of Turf Valley. Um, but I know that, like, I never really, I always wanted to be kind of family first. Uh, right. It's just like, what else are we talking about here? Like, it's the yeah. most important thing. Right. That's so great. So we're coming up against the wall on time. I wanted to ask a couple of interesting questions for you guys. So one, um, it, it is true. You guys are sponsors for Home Dad. You're, you you guys have signed on to be part of the sponsorship for Home Dad Con, which thank you so much. Thank I'm you. super Absolutely excited to have so you guys be part excited. of that. Uh, and then with that, like, are you two coming to the convention, or are you are you sending Howard, Jason, or Tyler with the like? Is who's coming? Like, because you are guys you got a couple of tickets, right? Because isn't there a couple? Tom, of you and I are gonna hug. Like I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you can tell this already, but, but we're gonna hug. You know this. It's coming because it's yeah, just. Right. Like, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, there, are you guys coming? Yeah, what's What's the plans? What's the plans for that? Well, I, I you know, I, I think um, if I can, I mean, Tom and I've had talks offline about this. If we can, if we can thread the needle, you know, one of us is going to really try to be there to to to, to give those hugs. Um, and I know uh, for next year. 
um, there was some, there's some absolutely some talk about hope, God willing, we'll get to come and maybe screen and, and screen the show, do a panel, oh, yeah. you know, sort of really make it an event. That and, would be uh, and I even heard a rumor that they're even thinking about our neck of the woods for the next convention, uh, um, conceivably. So we'll, I we'll see not, what happens. I, there is absolutely nothing I can say about that. I have that no right recollection. <laughs> <of you. laughs> I got to either And to but, anybody that hears this, right. I do not know where we're going and I will not know until we announce <laughs> it on the last day of the convention. Yeah. Don't ask me because I'm really bad at keeping secrets. Adam is trying Adam is trying to get us in trouble right now. I'll oh god, I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well you'll you'll clip that out. Don't get me in trouble either. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. No, it oh, clip, be- clip clip. You just yeah, get all the you just talking. get all the guy you just get all the listeners all, all like kind of we'll just start getting all kinds <laughs> of for fluffing, just, for yeah. sure. We're going to Maryland, <laughs> all right, snip snip. But I gotta tell you, I, I, <laughs> I was so tickled to death that you guys have a convention. That's so awesome, you know. And and I remember it was it got our, our attention fast. I'm like, you know, this this is a this is an organization that is really uh is really putting some good into the world. And and um so one of us is gonna try to be there for at least one day, but um, but we're absolutely committed to to next year's hopefully we'll bring season one and some more episodes you know yeah, so, that would be awesome uh, and talk cool. about it and uh and, and just meet some meet some more dads i mean I meet some that, more dads. you know i mean listen you know i think that that's like as i've come to know, get to know your network like like it is so important to be with other people doing the work that you're doing like that yeah. is absolutely clear to me you know the other day you know the, the guy who i hang out with my buddy we used to drink and have great old times and now he's he's you know at home dad full-time and you know like i was teaching my teaching my son how to like swim a little bit and he was like don't do it this way and and i was like oh whoa that was a little better like it was way better like he was swimming faster like you need to be with people doing the work that you're doing that's crucial that i all the little tips and tricks it's just amazing i mean because especially because i've been doing it for a while so people are like oh how do i don't know how to do that and like oh that's amazing you know i'm like no 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 no. i didn't learn that on my own another yeah. dad came up to me and went that's right what are you doing would you stop that would, yeah. why don't you just tell your kid how about we go over here or whatever and just the tiny little things at the playground and stuff and i'm like oh my god i've been doing dude, this so relax. stupid for so long <laughs> how many dads said dude relax right, yeah. just, right. just breathe no just breathe yeah. you'll be okay well right. if you think if you think about it like i i I suspect, you know, from an anthropological perspective, like, you know, mm-hmm. 100,000 years ago, it wasn't like the dad, like, went off for 10 hours a day. <laughs> you know, like that, <laughs> that, that, right. that mythology <laughs> can't be correct. It doesn't make any sense. You know, sure. it, it seems much more likely that dads were around a lot more, you know, and they were they were teaching things and they were guiding and they were, you know, they, they so, uh, you know, this this weird sort of, you know, relatively, you know, modern notion of of this is what the dad's got to do seems like mm-hmm. you know maybe just a yeah. blip you know maybe we're all heading heading back in the right direction i i think so absolutely we've actually had a um anthropologist at the convention and she wrote a book and dr anna machin brooke and she was talking about basically that's where we're headed you know where is uh i'm not going to go into it but it's it's that kind of thing and in, in the same way is like Really, the dad needs to be in the house. The dad needs to be involved. That links back to what um, Tom said a second ago about having your community, yeah, you know, being right. a part that's of right. a dad's group or a men's group. We're built 
to be in a community. We're we're we may be apex predators, yes, absolutely, but we're herd animals. We really are. We're pack animals. We need we need the people around us to just you know um, not to get too, but like iron sharpens iron, right? Yep. You're bouncing those things off of another person that can look at you and go, yeah, I know right where you are but you need to get out of that spot or, you know, or you need to, That's well, right. why don't you pick up that rock, you know, instead of trying to just push it or whatever. And that need is, and I feel is again, is a part of who we are as human beings. Like you said, and being a dad involved with my kids, that's natural to me. Well, it's like, yeah, it's so funny. You said that the iron sharpens iron. I, I, I happen to catch like Conan. Remember that movie back? <laughs> oh yeah. Today? Like Conan, yeah. Love Conan, Conan was the on the other day. Yeah. yeah, that was on the other day. And there's this great scene where Conan's dad is talking to him about steel. Like, and you know what? It wasn't like at night after he got home from work. It was like the middle of the day, you know? Like, <laughs> Conan's dad was there, man. Yeah. It, was nice. all that, yep. it wasn't like a Saturday. It was like just another day, you know? The okay, come on, I'll teach you about steel. Yeah. <laughs> right? so, uh, all right, guys, know. I've got 15 minutes. You can learn about the, the riddle of steel. Is everybody ready? Uh, you know, <laughs> and I got to go back to work. And you're, you know, I, I would add just to what you were saying is that, um, you know, and I think the, like the podcast, obviously, like, and this, this is actually not a plug. Like, thank goodness we live in the world where you have podcasts, mm-hmm. where like, you know, I've listened to your podcast. I've heard the, you know, the, you know, you, you guys are like, you know, warm friends. <laughs> voices in a in a in a time for people i just like listen uh, you know you don't have to be alone but go to the go, go to yeah. the yeah yeah definitely all right so i got two fun kind of questions one adam behind you i've been looking and for anybody who's just listening to this like go on the youtube and you'll see this so you have a a yellow paper behind you with turf valley but it's got a couple other edit things because like you only get to see like the letters it seems like but this seems like a extended version of your logo like almost looks like a, a vinyl record album in a way like it's <laughs> That's right. like turf valley the band the college band that never That's got right. never got signed or something like what's the what's the story about that man that's really cool well yeah and and, uh there is a story and so we were we were working with a a really talented artist uh emma ayala when we were first starting to write and uh, we wanted to come up with a logo and she she showed us like five or six and and they were all really good but then she's like oh i have this really weird one i don't know how you're gonna feel about it and it was this stuff right these dads kind of on the on the wire you know and we were like oh my god that's it that's how you feel right you know that's t-shirt that's t-shirt worthy right there that's <laughs> that's what that is well and and the store the website store is is being built and you'll be able to buy a t-shirt with i am store. a yellow yeah, oh sure. with that with that design on it with yep. that design on it and a mug yes you can, you'll be able to to get a lot of that stuff it's close to being up and up and oh, ready. cool but we we if you guys are hitchcock fans this also reminded us of uh a lot of that graphic sensitive yeah. salt salt bass back in the That's day. Right. Um, Definitely. Yeah. I just kept seeing it in the background, like, all right, eventually somehow I'm going to ask like, what, what's the deal with that? Uh, with that picture. That's what I saw first. Yeah. As soon as you, cause you were, your, it was blocking your shoulder was blocking the stroller until you pull it yeah. up. Like, yeah, that's right. Stroll that's it up right. on the wire with you. Yeah. You go everywhere uh, with your baby. It's all there. It's all and, there. Yeah. It was, the, it so was a good example. It was a good example of how something visual can inspire, uh, something non-visual like dialogue, you know, it just makes mm-hmm. feel Definitely. a certain way. Anyway, that's a great, great question. And then, and then Tom, do you have, is it flat top from uh, Dick Tracy behind you? In a picture? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, um, uh, this is a, 
uh, drawing from uh, of Dylan Thomas, um, the poet. Um, okay, okay. And this drawing is from uh, March uh, 16th, 18th, 19th, 1966 at 8.30 p.m. Uh, at uh, Bryn Mawr College. That's very uh, precise. <laughs> it's very precise. It's, you know, so like a, a buddy of mine's, I think mom drew this and he was like, you, and, I, and I've, wherever I've lived, I brought this with me since cool. it's so cool looking it's yeah. really neat like i was just and, like i don't know who that is but that's a really cool picture and like virtually nothing has survived anything like you know, like <laughs> the kids basically yeah like basically everything that was ever precious in my house has been destroyed mm -hmm. but i've managed to kind of keep this off to the side <laughs> nice. somehow you got one thing from college <laughs> you get lasted. one thing <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome man Oh, gosh, you guys have been a hoot to talk to. Honestly, it's been great to get to just connect and uh, and talk about the show. Honestly, hopefully everybody who's been listening, uh, you know, they're excited to watch it because, um, yeah. you know, my, my thing is like, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> yes, yes. Turfvalleyshow.com. I'll have it all in the show. Short notes, episodes, trust me. short episodes too, right, Brock? Short, yeah, oh, short yeah, episodes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Very short episodes. Seven, we actually said minutes, that I think in our intro. Oh, great. Cool. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did talk about that. Like 70 minutes while we're doing laundry or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, and well done. You guys hit every target you were aiming at, as far as I'm concerned. Good work. You know, production value, talking about that. No, serious. Yeah, you did. You did. With a lot of help. With a lot of help. Sure. It's all good. But yeah, but we're definitely, like I said, we're excited that you guys are going to be a part of Home Dad Con, that uh, there's a relationship that's being built that even goes honestly beyond just Home Dad Con. And, uh, you know, we're as an organization like Danny and I are both on the board. I know that we're all excited to be having these conversations and seeing where things go and definitely cheering for you guys like you know like all right Absolutely. like get Thanks, get brothers. that uh you know that that hulu whatever it is like netflix whatever it is like uh series put together i think that honestly yeah. just what you guys have been putting out there uh fits um a lot of those audiences and um yeah you guys have you guys have put forth a very worthy and worthwhile uh watching something that put the time mm -hmm. into it to hey i'm gonna cut 15 30 minutes out of my day to to watch these and it's totally worth it yeah oh man that that's, it is. that's, that's, that's epic. the best dude <laughs> and, by, and by the way if we if we may be so presumptuous i mean we we would love all, all anyone in your audience who has a story who has something funny something insightful you know, we read our email, so you can go to the website. You can you can send us a, a story idea. You can give us feedback on an episode you've seen. We that that that's like gold for us. So, Rest in peace, uh, your inbox. Yeah, you get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> your inbox is now hard. Yeah, you're you're in trouble yes. now, man. Come you're you're a whole bunch of stay-at-home dads. <laughs> Dad joke every time. You're gonna a lot of guys. <laughs> <laughs> you might get some good dad jokes too in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Which all, right, all, cool. all, all dad jokes are good. That's right. That's right. They are. They are. We could take well, it. Well, awesome. Well, hey, Tom, Adam, thank you so much for coming on the show. It is 
like I said, it's been a pleasure to talk with you guys. And I look forward to uh, getting to meet you. Danny looks forward to getting to hug you. Uh, <laughs> what I do? So. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, I'm down. I'm Italian. And, 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 and we're definitely looking forward to uh, to more episodes. So, uh, yeah, man, thanks, thanks so much. Brothers. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll be able to connect later when season two comes out. So you guys have a good one. Keep it up, guys. Right. Matter, yeah. everybody. I'm a dad. That's what I do.